It's Bruder 1.0 here, and we are gonna talk SmackDown Live. Yeah, yeah. Typical radio guy voice SmackDown Live. Ooh, yeah. Okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, here's the deal. This was the 900th episode of SmackDown Live. I recently had my work schedule changed. That means I work overnights. I work from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Uh, your your sadness and morose feelings for me and my current situation are appreciated. Appreciated? <laughs> Darn it. But uh, here's the deal. I enjoy it. I'm loving life. Uh, I told you that story to tell you this story. Because of the fact that I work that schedule, I usually go to bed from 2 to 10 in the afternoon slash night. So, SmackDown's on a date. Guess what I had to do? I got up early to watch SmackDown because I'm a wrestling fan. Darn it. And here's the deal, 900th episode, there wasn't a lot of action, there wasn't too much actual wrestling, but what wrestling was there was pretty good, it was okay. Here's the deal, we've only got like five segments total to talk about, so I'm going to breeze through it as quickly as possible. I'm going to tell you about my, uh, my issues with Amazon and my indecision to make a big purchase. That's the tease. That's the tease for later in the show, if you can stick with me here. And uh, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't. This is going to be rough, guys. I'm already two minutes in, 2.30 in here, and I don't know what is going on. Let's start with the beginning of the show. <laughs> beginning, middle, end. That's where you go with uh, with conversations, right? Uh, so they started with the Intercontinental Championship mat- match between The Miz and Dolph Ziggler. Prior to the match starting, this is an up, by the way. This is a massive up. This is like a... A. This is A status up. Like A grade uh, on a grading scale. A, B, C, D, E. Yeah, this is an A. This is A. A plus. Now I'm going to give it a plus. Screw it. This was pretty solid. I was very entertained by this. Um, I expected Ziggler to hold on to the title for the foreseeable future uh, because he just got it. And they had that whole career versus title thing. So I thought, you know, Ziggler's going to keep it. Um... However, <laughs> The Miz won, and the shock value was an A+. The wrestling was fantastic. Those guys went toe-to-toe uh, the whole night. The, the counters were good. I think I saw one sloppy maneuver, and they recovered pretty successfully. So, I, you know, it was entertaining. I loved the match. Spirit Squad got involved. I thought that was like, all right, Miz is going to cheat to win. Uh, Maurice got involved, and I was like, all right, Miz is going to cheat to win. She didn't cheat when I thought she was going to, but then when Ziggler went for the roll-up, Maurice pushed him over, boom, Miz gets the title. I thought this match was great. I thought it was fantastic. The outcome, as much as I dislike it, makes sense. I would have loved to see Ziggler versus Zayn. However, those are two faces. They're both good guys. It's hard to cheer for Sami Zayn. No, it's not. They're in Montreal. Uh, They would have, or Toronto, sorry. They would have cheered for Zayn regardless, because Canada. But... How much more heat is The Miz going to get when that crowd hears, Awesome! I came to play! Yeah, they're going to go nuts. 
and they're going to boo him out of the building, and I'm going to love it. Because that is the character that he plays, and he's doing it so well. And Sami Zayn, I don't think will win the title. Maybe he will, because it's his hometown, and they, I don't think they want to give him that moment yet. I think they're saving it for Mania. But, uh, yeah, it was a great, great match. Uh, let's go to a down real quick, and there's several of them in a row. Uh, down, Kaliso versus Oni Lorkin. Oni Lorkin gets an up, because that dude is vicious. He just straight up uppercutted Kalisto into the corner right from the get-go, and that was dope. Uh, but Kalisto botched a few moves. On- Oni Lorkin knew exactly what to do. He's a, He must be a seasoned vet, or he's just naturally good, because that guy just, boom, covered him real quick, got back into the position. Kalisto hit the uh, Salida de Sol, and that was the end of the match. But, uh, you know, the, the wrestling was meh. The story was meh. They were trying to compare... Uh, Oni Lorkin to Brian Kendrick as far as like intensity and it just doesn't work it, you know they're two different body styles or two different characters it's two different everything so I didn't really like what they were doing as far as trying to make this mean something just be like yo Kalisto's going for the title here's this dude Oni Lorkin he thinks he's going to make a name for himself beating a former US champ boom you've got a story one guy's trying to get back from injury the other guy's trying to make a name for himself there's the story not tough. So that was a kind of a down. It, it just didn't work for me. Another down, unfortunately, was the women. Uh, Nikki Bella and Carmella were having a match. Uh, pretty solid, actually. I enjoyed the wrestling, so I'll give that a brief up. Uh, I don't know if Nikki Bella was legit hurt because she was stumbling over like she was drunk uh, after they dropped or after Carmella dropped her on her neck. Whew, maybe don't do that to the girl who just had neck surgery. Just saying. But the wrestling was solid, uh, and then Charlotte comes down because she's got a ticket. She shows the guy the ticket, and he goes, all right, whatever. You can sit here. You've got your ticket. Reminiscent of Brock Lesnar and Goldberg a few years ago, as in like 13 years ago. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, once the Raw women invaded and started beating up on SmackDown, I was like, same old stuff. We saw this literally 24 hours ago. When the SmackDown guy showed up and did the same thing. So, wasn't a big fan of that one. Uh, I did like the intensity. I thought, you know, they they had the spot where Nia Jax went through the barricade. That was pretty good. Because uh, she did that previously with Alicia Fox, but she actually decimated Alicia Fox. I'm still not sure if Alicia Fox is alive. Because that spot was crazy back then. And that's what you need to do with Nia Jax. So, it, it's cool that you're using the bigger woman... As a bigger woman, you know, I'm <laughs> very straightforward to the point. This is stri- this is very politically correct. She is a bigger woman and she should be dominating every other woman in the roster on the roster because she's bigger than them. It's just facts. Face the facts, Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> so I like that they're using Nia Jax as a as a Brock Lesnar type. She's a beast. And she can dominate people, and that's what she's doing. So I love that. Uh, but as far as the angle itself, getting a getting a thumbs down. Um, the uh, I'll give this an up because I'm struggling to find ups. Uh, the the uh, where where was I going? King Booker. Sorry, King Booker came back, and he had a great little segment with all the tag teams, and it was just great. Breezango tried to give him a fashion police ticket, and he goes, "Tell me." 
you didn't just say that. I loved it. King Booker going in and out of his King Booker character and going back to Booker T. Thought it was great. However, the 16-man tag match with the four tag teams, not including Heath Slater and Rhino, the four tag teams, American Alpha, Breezango, Hype Bros, and the Usos, taking on four other random tag teams who, frankly, I can't even remember all of them. Let's see if I can. Vaudevillains. Uh, see? The <laughs> Headbangers. Uh, crap. What other tag teams are there? Who did the, who did present, Vaudevillains? Oh, the Ascension, the Headbangers, and some other team. I don't, I, I can't even think right now. This is terrible. Who was the other tag team? Who was the other tag team? It wasn't, it wasn't, I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter. Oh, the Spirit Squad. Yeah, that's who it was. Because the Spirit Squad made an appearance earlier in the show, it threw me off. So, anyway, it, frankly, I did not need to waste all that time doing that because it didn't matter. It doesn't matter who the other tag team is, to quote The Rock. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, it was just a waste of a segment. It ate up way too much time. I would have rather seen Edge and Undertaker go a little bit longer. Which brings me to the last segment of the show. I told you it was quick. Edge came back for the uh, 900th episode of SmackDown to promote his current, I was going to say last, Cutting Edge, but who knows, he'll probably do more. Uh, so anyway, The Edge came back and did a Cutting Edge with the five members of the SmackDown Live men's roster, and uh, I think that was great. You know, he made jokes to AJ Styles, he congratulated James Ellsworth, um, Bray Wyatt got in his stuff saying, you know, Randy Orton's dead and I'm going to take over and blah, 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 blah. Then The Undertaker came back. And wow, I am lost for words as to what's going on. He said WrestleMania will no longer define him. And he says he's back taking souls and digging holes. Does that mean The Undertaker's back on like a part-time basis? Not just like a Santa Claus schedule where he comes back like twice a year? Or once a year, I guess, WrestleMania. Uh, Who knows? There was pictures of him on crutches not too long ago, and now the dude's at uh, basketball games. He's coming back to SmackDown saying he's, you know, going run to the, run the roost. I don't know what I'm saying. But, uh, yeah, I, I thought The Undertaker coming back was great. The Edge, the Cutting Edge segment was great. The whole thing is great. There's lots of questions that I don't have answers for, and that's what I love about wrestling back in the day. Um, th- there were just so many unknowns back during the Attitude Area area era. The Rock, Stone Cold, the Triple H, Mick Foley, John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, Batista, the uh, what the Ruthless Aggression era, all that stuff. So it was uh, it was just a lot of cool things going on, and we really just never knew what was going to happen. Uh, probably because of the fact that. There was no internet back then, so who knows, right? But I love the fact that there are so many unknowns going into Survivor Series. I'm going to run through the card real quick here. Survivor Series is happening this Sunday. On Saturday, you've got NXT TakeOver, so there's tons of cool stuff going down. Let's run through the card real quick. We've got uh, the Cruiserweight title, Brian Kendrick versus Kalisto. Uh, If Kalisto wins the entire... Uh, cruiserweight division goes to SmackDown. Uh, I think Kalisto will probably win strictly because they're going to tape 
205 Live, the Cruiserweight only show, on Tuesdays. So it makes sense that they'd have them go on Tuesdays with SmackDown. I hate thinking like that's the only reason because Raw's got three hours to fill and they've only got so many superstars. Uh, you know, as much as they're not using the Cruiserweight successfully on Raw, you got to think like they've, they've got to use the time somehow, some way. Uh, so I think Kalisto will win strictly because of that aspect. Uh, the Miz versus Sami Zayn, which no one thought was going to be the Miz, for the IC title. Um, because the Cruiserweight title is going to SmackDown, I'm thinking Zayn will win. And then it'll go back to Raw with Sami Zayn. I don't know. I think Miz should keep it because the, the IC title has been tossed around too much at this point. It's been... Uh, the Miz had a great run with it for like six, seven months, and now it's just like, all right, what's he doing with it now? So I think The Miz should keep it, but I have a feeling Sami Zayn's going to get the feel-good victory. Team Raw tag team match versus the SmackDown Live tag team elimination style. Um, I don't really care who wins. There's no like stipulations as far as I know. Uh, so I'm going to pick Team Raw just because they've got the New Day as their champions, plus the club, plus Enzo and Cass, and then Cesaro and Sheamus. The best tag teams on SmackDown are American Alpha, who they kind of pooped on lately, and the Usos. Heath Slater and Rhino have just kind of been the joke tag team, even though they are the champs. So that's what I think is going to happen. Team Raw, Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks versus Nikki Bella, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, and Carmella. Uh, I have a feeling... Uh, What's your face? Natalia's going to get involved as the coach and kind of screw things up. Or maybe Dana Brooke. Who knows? So I think Team Raw is going to win just because they've got three of the top four women, in my opinion. Charlotte, Bailey, and Sasha. You know, Nikki Bella's meh. They push her like she's the best thing since sliced bread, but she's meh. Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss are also fantastic, but, you know, they just don't hold them at such a high stature as they do uh, – Charlotte, Becky, or no, sorry, Charlotte, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, five-on-five men. Owens, Reigns, Jericho, Strowman, and Rollins versus Styles, Ambrose, Wyatt, Orton, and Shane McMahon. I think SmackDown's going to win, and I think Braun Strowman's going to, like, turn on him and, you know, just surrender to the Wyatt family again. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. So I'm going to pick SmackDown here. Uh, frankly, because SmackDown needs to win out of one of them. Um, so we'll see. And then Lesnar versus Goldberg. I think Lesnar's got to win this unless someone screws over Lesnar. Uh, Lesnar has beat everyone cleanly since The Undertaker. He lost to Cena back in like 13, 14. And that was a kind of of a screwy thing because it was extreme rules and Cena used the chain, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but since then, Lesnar hasn't lost cleanly one-on-one. So I think, uh, I think they've got to give it to Lesnar and Goldberg can ride off into the sunset. Uh, so that's your, that's your Survivor Series predictions from yours truly. Um, we'll, we're going to have an NXT TakeOver uh, podcast, I think. I'm going to see if I can get that done. Got a busy Sunday, and then I'm going to try and strictly focus on Survivor Series after that. But if I can get an NXT TakeOver podcast in, I certainly will. Uh, Survivor Series is Sunday. Monday morning, we'll have you covered with a, uh, with a 
reaction and analysis and all that fun stuff. Uh, I want to remind you that you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, The Geekiverse, the underscore Geekiverse. If you search Geekiverse, you'll find it one way or another. Uh, go to thegeekiverse.com, check out our merch store. We've got tons of new links up on there. Um, and then here's my, I teased at the beginning, I'm going to get to it now. Here's my dilemma. I went to thegeekiverse.com, I clicked on our Amazon link, and I was like, I want Pokemon Sun, I want Pokemon Moon, and I don't have a Nintendo 3DS, so I gotta get one of those too. I bought them all. And then I canceled the order. I'm like, that's not fiscally responsible. Bruner 1.0, you're not being fiscally responsible. You need to save your money. And then I bought them again, and I was like, you know what, I, I have some money. I had some overtime, I can, I can do it. And then I just canceled them again. Oh, the struggle's so real. So, uh, I suggest you buy Pokemon Sun and Moon if you have the opportunity to do so, and if you already have a 3DS. If you don't, be prepared to drop some coin, because you gotta get Pokemon. You gotta, it's the newest one in forever. Uh, I've, I've got so many Xbox games, I still just don't play enough. I, I'm trying to get through 2K and get my first title. Uh, I'm in the middle of my NBA 2K season. Uh, I still gotta play NHL and Madden all the time, so... Uh, Ah, the struggle, man. The struggle is real. I'm Bruner 1.0. This has been your SmackDown Live reaction for the 900th episode. And we'll see you back next week. I'm out. Peace.